Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday the 3rd of December and it is the 29th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. And today is the fifth day of Hanukkah. This week our parasha is called Miketz, which means at the end. And today I'll be reading the sixth reading, Genesis 43, 16-29. Before we begin our readings, however, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When Yosef saw Binyamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, Bring the men into the house and butcher an animal, and prepare for the men will dine with me at noon. The man did as Yosef commanded, and the man brought the men to Yosef's house. The men were afraid because they were brought to Yosef's house, and they said, It is because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time that we are brought in, that he may seek occasion against us, attack us, and seize us as slaves along with our donkeys. They came near to the steward of Yosef's house, and they spoke to him at the door of the house, and said, O oh my lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food. When we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight. We have brought it back in our hand. We have brought down other money in our hand to buy food. We do not know who put the money in our sacks." He said, Peace be to you, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your money. Then he brought Shimon out to them. The man brought the men into Yosef's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys fodder. So they prepared the present for Yosef's coming at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. And when Yosef came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed themselves down to the earth before him. He asked them of their welfare and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he yet alive? They said, Your servant, our father, is well. He's still alive. And they bowed down humbly. He lifted up his eyes and saw Binyamin, his brother, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? He said, God be gracious to you, my son. That was Genesis 43, 16-29. And now we'll be reading our special Hanukkah portion from, um, or a special portion from the Torah, I should say, that is read for Hanukkah, and it pertains to the fifth day. We'll be reading Numbers 7, 36 through 47. 
On the fifth day, Shlumiel, the son of Tzuri Shaddai, prince of the children of Shimon, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Shlumiel, the son of Tzuri Shaddai. On the sixth day, Eliasaf, the son of Deuel, prince of the children of God, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Eliasaf, the son of Deuel. That was number 7, 36 through 47. Today's portion from the Prophets is First Samuel 18. And it came to pass, when he had finished speaking to Shaul, that the soul of Yonatan was knit with the soul of David, and Yonatan loved him as his own soul. Shaul took him that day and did not let him return to his father's house. Then Yonatan and David made a covenant, because he loved him as his own soul. Yonatan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David, and his clothing, even including his sword, his bow, and his sash. And David went out wherever Shaul sent him and behaved himself wisely, and Shaul set him over the men of war. It was good in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Shaul's servants. It happened as they came when David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Shaul, with tambourines, with joy, and with instruments of music. The women sang to one another as they played and said, Shaul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Shaul was very angry, and this saying displeased him. And he said, They have credited David with ten thousands, and they have only credited me with thousands. What can he have more but the kingdom? So Shaul watched David from that day and forward. And it happened on the next day that an evil spirit from God came mightily on Shaul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. David played with his hand, as he did day by day, Shaul had a spear in his hand, and Shaul threw the spear, for he said, I will pin David to the wall. But David escaped from his presence twice. Verse 
Shaul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and had departed from Shaul. Therefore, Shaul removed him from his presence and made him captain over a thousand, and he went out and came in before the people. David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. When Shaul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he stood in awe of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, for he went out and came in before them. Shaul said to David, Behold, my elder daughter Merav, I will give her to you as wife. Only be valiant for me and fight the battles of the Lord. For Shaul said, Do not let my hand be on him, but let the hand of the Pelishtim be on him. David said to Shaul, Who am I, and what is my life, or my father's family in Israel, that I should be son-in-law to the king? But at the time when Merav, Shaul's daughter, should have been given to David, she was given to Adriel, the Meholatite, as wife. Michal, Shaul's daughter, loved David, and they told Shaul, and the thing pleased him. Shaul said, I will give her to him, that she may become a snare to him, and that the hand of the plishtim may be against him. Therefore Shaul said to David, You shall today be my son-in-law a second time. Shaul commanded his servants, Talk with David secretly and say, Behold, the king has delight in you, and all his servants love you. Now therefore, be the king's son-in-law. So Shaul's servants spoke those words in the ears of David. David said, Does it seem to you a light thing to be the king's son-in-law? since I am a poor man and little known. And the servants of Shaul told him, saying, David spoke like this. Shaul said, Tell David, The king desires no dowry except one hundred foreskins of the plishtim to be avenged of the king's enemies. Now, now Shaul thought he would make David fall by the hand of the plishtim. When his servants told David these words, it pleased David well to be the king's son-in-law. Before the deadline, David arose and went, he and his men, and killed two hundred men of the plishtim. And David brought their foreskins, and they gave them in full number to the king, that he might be the king's son-in-law. And Shaul gave him Michal his daughter as wife. But Shaul saw and knew that the Lord was with David, and Michal, Shaul's daughter, loved him. Then Shaul was even more afraid of David, and Shaul was David's enemy continually. Then the princes of the Pelishtim went out, and as often as they went out, David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Shaul, so that his name was highly esteemed. That was First Shmuel, or Samuel, 18. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 58. For the chief musician, to the tune of Do Not Destroy, a Mirtam by David. Do you indeed speak righteousness, silent ones? Do you judge blamelessly, you sons of men? 
No, in your heart you plot injustice. You measure out the violence of your hands in the earth. The wicked go astray from the womb. They are wayward as soon as they are born, speaking lies. Their poison is like the poison of a snake, like a deaf cobra that stops its ear, which does not listen to the voice of charmers, no matter how skillful the charmer may be. Break their teeth, O God, in their mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, Lord. Let them vanish like waters that flow away. When they draw the bow, let their arrows be made blunt. Let them be like a snail which melts and passes away, like the stillborn child who has not seen the sun. Before your pots can feel the heat of the thorns, he will sweep away the green and the burning alike. The righteous shall rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked, so that men will say, Most certainly there is a reward for the righteous. Most certainly there is a God who judges the earth. That was Psalm 58. Our portion today from the Apostles is Mark twelve twenty-eight through 44. Then one of the Torah teachers came and heard them questioning together, and knowing that he had answered them well, asked him, Which mitzvah is greatest of all? Yeshua answered him, The greatest is Shema Yisrael, Hashem Eloheinu, Hashem Echad. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. This is the first mitzvah. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other mitzvah greater than these. The scribe said to him, Truly, Rabbi, you have said well that he is echad, and there is none other than he. And to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as himself, is more important than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Yeshua saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. No one dared ask him any questions after that. And as Yeshua taught in the temple, he answered and said, How is it that the Torah teachers say that the Mashiach is the son of David? For David himself said by the Ruach HaKodesh, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet. David himself calls him Lord, so how can he be his son? And the common people heard him gladly. And in his teaching he said to them, Beware of the Torah teachers who like to walk in long robes and go get greetings in the marketplaces, and the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts, those who devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers, these will receive greater condemnation. And Yeshua sat down opposite the treasury, and saw how the multitude cast money into the treasury, and many who were rich cast in much. And a poor widow came, 
and she cast in two small brass coins, with which equal a quadrant's coin. And he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Amen, I tell you, this poor widow gave more than all those who are giving into the treasury, for they all gave out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, gave all that she had to live on. That was Mark twelve twenty-eight through 44. And it concludes Friday's readings. If, however, you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty-nine through 58 today too. Well, it is Friday today, and that means that I'll be reading for two days in this episode since we don't post an episode on Shabbat. Um, I'll be reading for tomorrow in this episode as well. So tomorrow will be Shabbat, the sixth day of Hanukkah, and it is Saturday, December the 4th and the 30th day of Kislev. The portion I'll be reading from the Torah is Parashat Miketz, the parasha Miketz, meaning at the end, and it is the final section of that parsha, Genesis forty-three thirty through forty-four seventeen. Yosef hurried, for his heart yearned over his brother, and he sought a place to weep. He entered into his room and wept there. He washed his face and came out, and he controlled himself and said, Serve the meal. They served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians do not eat with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. Now they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth, and the men marveled with one another. He sent portions to them from before him, but Binyamin's portion was five times as much as any of theirs. They drank and were merry with him. He commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in his sack's mouth. Put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, with his grain money. He did according to the word that Yosef had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. When they had gone out of the city and were not yet far off, Yosef said to his steward, Up, follow after the men. When you overtake them, ask them, Why have you rewarded evil for good? Is not this that from which my Lord drinks and by which he indeed divines? You have done evil in doing so. He overtook them, and he spoke these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants that they should do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in our sacks' mouths we brought again to you out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal silver or gold out of your Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be my Lord's slaves. He said, Now also let it be according to your words. 
He with whom it is found will be my slave, and you will be blameless. Then they hurried, and each man took his sack down from to the ground, and each man opened his sack. So he searched, beginning with the oldest and ending at the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and each man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. Yehuda and his brothers came to Yosef's house, and he was still there, and they fell on the ground before him. Yosef said to them, What deed is this that you have done? Do you not know that such a man as I can indeed do divination? Yehuda said, What will we tell my Lord? What will we speak? How will we clear ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, both we and he also in whose hand the cup is found. He said, Far be it from me that I should do so. The man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my slave. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. That was Genesis forty-three thirty through forty-four seventeen. The special reading for Hanukkah today from the Torah is Numbers seven forty-two through forty-seven. On the sixth day, Eliasaf the son of Deuel, the prince of the children of God, gave his offering one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Eliasaf, the son of Deuel. That was Numbers seven forty-two through 47 This week's Haftarah portion, that means the, tor- the prophet's portion for Shabbat, is Zechariah 2, verse 10 through 4 and verse 7. If, however, your Bible follows the Hebrew chapter and verse counting, it'll be Zechariah 2, 14 through 4, 7. Sing and rejoice, daughter of Zion, for behold, I come and I will dwell within you, says the Lord. Many nations shall join themselves to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people. And I will dwell among you, and you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. And the Lord will inherit Judah as his portion in the holy land, and will again choose Jerusalem. Be silent all flesh before the Lord, for he has roused himself from his holy habitation Then he showed me Joshua, the Kohen Gadol, standing before the angel of the Lord, and the Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to the Satan, The Lord rebukes you, Satan. Yes, 
The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebukes you. Is this not a burning stick plucked out of the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before the angel, and he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, Take the filthy garments off him. To him he said, Behold, I have caused your iniquity to pass from you, and I will clothe you with rich clothing. Then I said, Let them set a clean turban on his head. So they set a clean turban on his head and clothed him, and the angel of the Lord was standing by. The angel of the Lord protested to Yehoshua, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts says, If you will walk in my ways, and if you will follow my instructions, then you also shall judge my house, and shall also keep my courts, and I will give you a place of access among these who stand by. Hear now, Kohen Gadol Yehoshua, you and your fellows who sit before you, for they are men who are a sign. For behold, I will bring out my servant, the branch. For behold, the stone that I have set before Yehoshua, on one stone are seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave its engraving, says the Lord of hosts, and I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, you will invite every man his neighbor under the vine and under the fig tree. Then the angel who talked with me returned and wakened me, as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? I said, I have seen, and behold, a menorah, all of gold, with its bowl on the top of it and its seven lamps on it. There are seven pipes to each of the lamps, which are on the top of it, and two olive trees by it, one on the right side of the bowl and the other on the left side of it. And I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me, saying, What are these, my lord? Then the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? I said, No, my lord. Then he answered and said to me, saying, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my ruach, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you are a plain, and he will bring out the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. That was Zechariah 2.10-4.7 and now we'll be reading a special synagogue reading that is read on the new moons, since this is the first day of the new moon. Numbers 28, 9 through 15. On Shabbat, you shall offer two male lambs a year old without blemish, and two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil, and its drink offering. This is the burnt offering of every Shabbat, in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. At each Rosh Chodesh you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish, 
and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil, for each bull, and two-tenths tenth parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil, for the one ram, and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb, as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for the ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offerings and its drink offerings. That was Numbers 28, 9-15. And now to our final portion for this week. We'll be reading our Shabbat portion from the Apostles, Philippians 2, 1-11. through 11. If therefore there is any exhortation in Messiah, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship of the Ruach, if any tender mercies and compassion, make my joy full by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, doing nothing through rivalry or through conceit, but in humility, each counting others better than himself, each of you not just looking to his own things, but each of you also to the things of others. Have this in your mind, which was also in Messiah Yeshua, who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself taking the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, yes, the death of the cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Yeshua every knee should bow, of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yeshua the Messiah is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. That was Philippians 2, verses 1 through 11, and it concludes our readings for this week. We pray that it is a blessing for you to um, follow along as we read the Bible this year. And we want to wish you a very blessed and happy Hanukkah holiday. And may you have a wonderful Shabbat with your families. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shabbat Shalom and Shalom until next time. Music